Critical issues are getting exposed for a better understanding on a daily basis. All I'm trying to say is that within Pangshin local government, from 1999 till death, we have never been to the Senate. Leading to critical social, political and economic conversations by those who matter. If you chop alone, you will die alone. He did not chop alone. So it is his turn to chop too. Today, look at the consequences. That is such a man that had the temerity, the audacity to talk to a governor who still produced, produced the highest votes in 2015. In 2015, what happened to him? He insisted that his own boy would be governor. The best journalists are seeking all the hidden answers with active citizens reacting. As at the time that Solomon Lad left office, that was in 1983, there was a very big gap between 1983 and also 1999. Seriously. Join Ponsak Fadan and Gilbert Joseph as they talk to those that matter to enable you grip with the issues. Weekdays 5 to 6 p.m. on Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 FM. Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jones. My name is Ponsak Fanap. It's a beautiful uh, Wednesday evening, 3rd of uh, May 2023. Uh, today is World Press Freedom Day. We have Gilbert Joseph. Uh, Gilbert, good evening. How was your day? How's it going? Good. Good evening, Ponsak. Um, happy World Press Freedom Day to you. Really a significant day um, in the lives of all, you know, news workers journalists, press men and women across the world. So it's really a day that is significant, you know, to look back at what society has been able to achieve and what possibly could have been um, if things are done better. So good evening to you once again, Ponsak. Yeah, well, happy World Press Freedom Day. Uh, I don't know how, you know, for us to start, but... Um I don't know. What stories have you been following? Well, I've been following. I'm so happy to uh, read in the news this evening that Honorable uh, Dachu Musa Bagos, member representing just south, just east federal constituency, uh, is the spokesperson for the Senate, min- uh, sorry, Rep- House of Representative Minority Caucus. Uh, it's so heartwarming, you know, to uh, hear that. And he's going to be speaking, you know, uh, for all of the PDP members, you know, the uh, House of Representatives, I, I think it's a great fit, you know, uh, and considering how outspoken Honorable Bagos is first for his constituents, I mean, he will never shy away from telling the world, you know, about uh, what his constituents, you know, are going through in terms of, you know, the attacks and uh, even P- artisan miners, you know, for example. And of course, the things that he has been doing, you know, I learned that, you uh, uh, he has been supplying water in parts of Johnson, Bukro Metropolis that are facing water shortages and scarcity. Uh, so for me, it's congratulations to Honorable Musa, Dacho Musa Bagos. Remarkable feat there, remarkable feat. When you consider um, the strides he's made so far at such a really 
a young age, then you'd understand. And for me, that shouldn't even strike anybody on the plateau by surprise. Uh, because he has a trajectory and it appears that that hasn't been bloated in any form you know so um going forward going forward the chances for this state is bright you know especially when you look at how politicians from here are placing um this territory on the map of nigerian politics and i began to ask myself again if there was anything new we expected because Right from before when permutations began, you know, in the build-up to... Uh, because, of course, the elections are yet to um, fall on us. So, right from time, he's been a galvanizing force, if I may say. He has sure. been on the forefront. Mm. The series of meetings have, is held. They've held, I mean, the minority caucus. If, if you look at some of the events, he has really been at the forefront, championing the cause. And you remember we spoke about how well or not they could, you know, brighten the chances of other opposition members from this state yeah. who are contesting for the House leadership. Yeah. And it appears that he's waxing stronger in terms of influence. And it tells you that, look, he's going to certainly be a major force going forward in the National Assembly elections, particularly that of the Green Chambers. So let's wish him well and, of course, see how he goes from there and in terms of delivering um, what the results or the results that the minority caucus would want to see. And by the way, I find it difficult to call them a minority caucus. And the reason is simple. As a minority, they, they, they have an overwhelming majority in the House when you put them cumulatively together. So um, it becomes difficult to call them a minority, really. Yeah, well, congratulations to Honorable Dachimus Abagos once again. Well, uh, today I learned that youths, uh, there was a blockade by you women, uh, the Riom Vom Road, uh, the road that takes you out of, you know, Plateau, uh, you know, to other parts of the country, especially Abuja, Kaduna, uh, Nasara State. Uh, there have been incessant killings there, Gilbert. And for me, really, I understand the pain that uh, the people of that community are facing because you can't just sleep and then you wake up you heard you you hear that maybe your neighbor has been shot or somebody you know very closely has been killed it doesn't make sense you know uh, absolutely doesn't make sense so it's, it's very painful you know to say the least but blocking of road i know that they they did that you know to call attention of yeah, government yeah. Uh, but i don't think that is the best solution uh, you know, to this problem because you are denying all the commuters right of passage, you know, uh, just like, you know, the saying goes, the way your right stop. Another person yeah, begins. You know, begins. So uh, in as much as, and we feel the pain. We feel the pain that uh, these people are going through. It's very hurting. It's very painful. But blocking of road, number one, it brings, and I'm so, I'm thankful that nothing, you know, happened. No commuter was harassed at least. I've not gotten any report that any commu uh, commuter was harassed or anybody killed or anybody was even intimidated uh, whatsoever. But it brings a very bad image, so to say. One of the things, you know, that is affecting Benway State right now when it comes to um, these kind of occurrences, you know, if you're traveling maybe uh, out of Benway to maybe Cross River or Inugu State, the youths, they are always block the road, you know, over 
small, small issues. And they'll make commuters to stay there for hours and hours before, you know, they open the road. So, and it has brought a bad PR, public image, you know, to uh, Benway, which is a beautiful state, by the way. So, blocking the road is going to bring, is bringing already a bad name, you know, to uh, Plato. Please, if you're listening to me, uh, in as much as that is very painful, and we know that you're hurting, but please, blocking the, of the road is not the best answer. It's not the best solution to the problem. Yeah, basically, government has to do something. Government has to respond in the best fashion possible. Um, I think that's that's what I have to say on that matter for now. Um, one too many. I've been to Jong Village, saw firsthand level of damage and the level of rebuild work that was done there by the Operation Save Heaven in collaboration with Senator ID Gang. So, I mean, I have a feel of what it means for people in the rural areas to go through what they are going through. And basically, people just have to wake to their responsibilities, protect lives and property, protect lives and property. Can't say that enough. Well, today there was a protest, Anek at Hawk Staff. Gilbert, I know you've been, you, you follow that uh, story. Uh, they protested today over, maybe you, you'd like to uh, lead us on that. Yeah, protested over um, payments of their promised allowances or certain stipends they should have got for a job done during the elections. And that hasn't been forthcoming. So, as at last week, they began to show signs of wanting to protest and they eventually picketed that facility even though nothing has been going on there since after the elections. But it was also a way of calling to um, the attention of relevant authorities to just give them their due. They did a job and at least there was some sort of contractual terms agreed upon that when you indulge in this, you're going to part home with a certain amount and so far, what they're saying is they haven't received anything and then they need something to critically be done. And that's really bad. That's really bad because I feel that in the end, they could still go back home with nothing because obviously the elections have, have, have been conducted. Everything is over except do we have by-elections in Plateau State? Not for now. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I just feel for them because basically at the end, like I said, they risk the chance of going home with nothing. Very, very uh, painful there that after working and then you don't get to uh, receive your payment of allowances, you know, is is very painful. And we're calling on INEC and Plato State to please do the needful. Uh, let me quote one of the pro- protesting ad hoc staff. She said, We have been coming here since the election nine weeks ago, but all they tell us is stories. Yesterday, we were here and we met with the head of admin and spoke on the phone with the commissioner who assured us of a table payment today. 5th of May, according to him, some of the account numbers provided were not correct or recognized by the payment platform, thereby making e-payment impossible. However, we are now being told by the accountant of INEC that the money has been processed to be paid into our electoral officer account as of 3 p.m. yesterday and the electoral officer will be able to receive it within 24 hours before he can then go to the bank, first bank, they even mentioned, to forward the money to us. Meanwhile, we have contacted our EO, and he said he hasn't received the alert. 
very painful there. I'll say we want you to pay. Familiar well, till, familiar till yeah. in Nigerians in the Nigerian society, and I, I don't think that. Well, let me not say this and sound pessimistic, but you have to feel for them. <laughs> yeah, every worker deserves his wage. Well, Adodogwa, the alleged murderer, you know, is saying that having four wives, twenty-eight children, prove that he will succeed as speaker. That's his constituency. He's often boasted of that. No, for me, is, uh, number one, he's a man. If a man decides to impregnate, every, a man can impregnate uh, women on a daily basis. You know, because we don't, our, our bodies, you know, reproductive system doesn't, I'm not even go to that. But even someone who is irresponsible, a man who is irresponsible, quote unquote, can have many wives, can have many children. But is that enough to make him a speaker of the I house? I mean, look at the, is it a Dutch man? You know, that man in, what country is that? That has fathered uh, 550 kids, you know, through uh, semen donation. In the Netherlands. Netherlands, yeah. Yeah, and the court has told him to stop. So he has 550 children. Uh, if it was maybe Adodogwa in that country, you say, that is enough to show that to I make can you be president. president. You took it right out of my mouth. <laughs> Yo, very, very funny. You see what, I mean, at times, what I do, Gilbert, is that I, I read the news backward. You know, I, I just go maybe start reading the news from uh, maybe early last year. And I'll, I'll start looking at the quality of our public debate. And I'll say, how can 200, 200 million people or thereabout debate? Like, look at the amount of time we spent arguing and debating about uh, whether it's open grazing, ranching, uh, whether it's uh, livestock transformation. I mean, lots of time. The committee of, and in Nigeria, if you want to placate people, committee to look into this thing at the end of the day. Okay, so at the end of they're still doing open grazing. Like in Plato, where are the ranches? What is the essence of that debate? I thought the debate was to, you know, curtail open grazing. But who has a ranch now in Plato State? They said uh, they are going to do Ruga uh, settlement, Ruga settlement. I mean, how we debate, you know, the point of debate in this country is very. Could it be that is because of the level of our education? You know, because a lot of people in Nigeria are not the literacy level is low. That we, you know, debate, we argue about some things that are very inconsequential. I dare say. You know, just maybe you know, uh, go 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 read, you know, uh, some news like back. Just go and read the news backward, uh, but just pay attention to detail and ask yourself that. How did we even get here? What made us, do you know, argue or debate about this? You know, for example, very, very silly idea. Say. Priorities, priorities. What are our priorities? And you know, as soon as certain issues come to the front burner, you find other individuals trying to distract you from the main goals, from the main objectives, and then you find things that are really inconsequential coming to take over um, the terrain and all of that. And that's the situation, all familiar situation in Nigeria. 
And like you have said, there are some of these things that we, we, we absolutely have no need of speaking about them, really, absolutely have no need. And, I mean, what's our poverty level? What what are the indices saying? And what are the economic um, projectors saying? In the next couple of months, what would we be dealing with? All of these things are out of our minds now. <laughs> <laughs> The first subsidy, they have sang songs and songs upon removal. President Buhari promised, and it was one of the premises on which he was voted into office. He is criminal. That's what he said. But the same president has said today that they are not removing first subsidy. They are leaving that for the next government to come and assess the situation and see what they make out of. Census, that is very important. I was watching Al Jazeera, you know, and, you know, they were saying that in May, the month of May, uh, Nigeria, the biggest, you know, black nation in the world, is said to conduct census. Uh, you know, I, I just look at them and say, <laughs> they play, just they play. When Buhari said that, I'm moving this thing, you know, so that the income, I say, oh, nah, I say, you see, I'm, you know. And again, people don't understand the importance of census. Numbers are absolute and they are dependable. If we know how many we are in the country, I think it's, we're going to make headway. It's going to help in planning. Yeah, it's, it's really going to help in planning. But we don't even know how... You know, if you want to know how many... What's the population of Nigeria? You have to cite uh, an international NGO, maybe uh, Red Cross or UN mm, or UN. some of this. Thank you. Or World Health Organization. Mm -hmm. But the NBS cannot... Even the National Population Commission cannot tell you, you know, like the House of People will say, Tabas! This is how many human beings Precisely. are within this geographical location. And, 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 and when you speak about the population of this country, yourself, and when you say over 200 million, of course, already you've indicated there is a doubt in your mind as to the population. So you can't say for a certainty yeah. that that's what you're dealing with. And you find some of these things really... It's not today we began speaking about these things. And it was almost like the census was going to hold. Almost like it was going to... And, well, I didn't find that surprising. They recruited I didn't find ad hoc staff. They were training enumerators. God allowances. Yeah. Whooping allowances. And I heard it was, it was Bulu's allowances. Wonderful. <laughs> well, uh, let's play this insert. Senator I.D. Gang is up to something good, I would say. Senator representing Plateau North. We're going to play this insert. Pay attention to it. When we come back, we're going to make some analysis on that stay here president and distinguished colleagues as the co-sponsor of this bill mr president uh, the bill for an act to establish the national council for christian education in nigeria arise to second the reading of this bill on second reading uh, Mr. President, the main gist of the bill, its intent, objectives, and functions have been spelled out by my colleague, Senator Binos, with whom I co-sponsor the bill. I'm aware that matters of religion are deemed sensitive in our nation. This to me is because we have largely allowed sentiment to guide our perspectives. 
I hold a strong view, Mr. President, that we don't have to fear our, our nor suspect ourselves across religious divides. Rather, all we need is to understand, respect, and accept our peculiarity and reality. Mr. President, religion wrongly applied and practiced is what has polarized our nation and breed extremism and hate. But rightly understood and practiced, religion can be a source of strength and national cohesion. For religion to be rightly understood, Mr. President and colleagues, it has to be rightly taught. This is where the place of a commission that will develop curriculum and provide standards for Christian education is very necessary. This bill is therefore seeking the consent of the Senate to establish a national council for Christian education in Nigeria. And I urge our colleagues to support its passage on second reading. I so second, Mr. President. Yeah, we're glad you're still here. The program is Nigeria Sunset. My name is Ponsak Fanab. And my name is Gilbert Joseph. Well, that was Senator I.D. Gang there saying National Council on Christian Education. Well, here's uh, historical facts. You can't talk about education in Nigeria without talking about, you know, uh, Christianity. The church. Yeah. The church brought education in Nigeria. Uh, the church, you know, trained most of the workforce you know, in, uh, starting from basic school, that is, uh, or elementary, you know, primary school, secondary school. Uh, right now, the church is going into, you know, universities and, you know, uh, higher education, basically. And this bill, if it's, you know, passed, is going to really help to regulate. Because you find people, you know, just because they are Christians, they convert a bungalow into a school and name it uh, Faithway. Sorry, I mean, just any name that, you know, uh, appeals to the basic sentiment, you know, of Christians. And that's cheap blackmail. Yes. But that's cheap blackmail. Yeah. I think that this is very laudable uh, for Aide Yang to support this bill uh, because it's going to bring regulation. It's going to even enhance uh, you know, Christian education uh, and making it, you know, the quality is going to definitely going to, uh, you know, increase. Those are the kind of bills that, uh, for me, anything that has to do with education, I don't joke with. You know, because education empowers the individual uh, for you to stand out. Earlier in the day when, uh, you know, I came across this, the details of that story, I just quickly remembered Bill Musk. You know, he, he's uttered many books on religion, especially on Christianity, and, you know, how these things can be done in accordance or accordingly, rather than people just having to um, use religion for their advantage or interpret it to society as they want or as they find it suiting to people. And basically, there is so much of sense in that, and there is so much of honor in what the gentleman, Senator I.D. Gyan, has done in terms of, you know, propounding this bill. And I like the fact that it's killed second reading, and it means there is a consensus 
Yeah. Right? Across the divides, across partisan or whatever religious. So there's so much logic. And he said, it is better that we understand our religion. Uh, I mean, we understand ourselves as a people. Religion yeah. isn't the problem. Yeah. It's how it's, it's professed and practiced. And basically, that is the point. The, his voice there really captured everything. And it summarizes everything before every, everyone. So it's not about using someone else's religion to want to give it a bad name or a bad image. Like the example you gave of schools named after Christian um, captions Virtue, to yeah, say yeah, yeah. virtues, you know, and all of that. But you find these people, these same people, teaching the wrong things. Yeah. Do they, you know, preach against or um, speak against malpractices in those institutions, exam malpractices? Correct. Certainly not. But then they are bearing Christian names mm-hmm. or certain things that connote Christianity. So regulation is key, and I think it should be supported by all. Very true. Uh, well, we don't have a guest. Today is World Press Freedom Day, so today is our day. And that is why we took time, you know, to, just to uh, talk. Well, Nigeria is one of the dangerous places to practice journalism and its facts, you know. Uh, the other part of the world that, you know, is very dangerous is in <coughs> South, South America. Uh, it's very dangerous to practice, you know, uh, journalism there because you might get killed, uh, you might get, you know, shot and... Uh, in Nigeria, I mean, the chances of being incarcerated is very, very high. Very high. Yeah, really. you can just get incarcerated for your journalistic work, uh, for example. Amber Jalingo comes to mind, really. But Absolutely. I think, yeah, particularly, Zual Ahad, a female Afghan journalist, is one case that um, I find intriguing. You know, she had to flee Afghanistan for her life and then left her family behind because she was covering a lot of their fears of women. And then she became a target for, um, should I say, the forces there. Mm. And right now she's not in Afghanistan. And as for, uh, for me, this is the cause to mind, right? The sacrifices that people like that have had to make in the cause of journalism and in the cause of protecting society. And what comes close, certain people might not agree, but Julian Assange is one man that I think should be remembered again yeah, on this day. I, 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 is, is, does ju- well, <laughs> it's a huge debate right away. It's a huge debate. Is he a journalist? Is he a, I don't know what to call him. Is he a <laughs> rabble rouser? You know. An activist? An activist, you know. Thank you for that word. Uh, so is I mean, the argument are very... Uh, Wide is, and yeah. unending. Yeah. They have different layers, you know, for example. Well, I learned that the police today, again, barricaded, you know, they came in big, big trucks and tanks to the Plateau State House of Assembly. I wish that uh, the commissioner of police in Plateau State will apply the same energy to deal with these monsters killing our people. Hmm. I, I just wish that uh, commissioner of police Bartholomew Onyeka would do that. Uh, you know, instead of asking his men to just uh, be in the sun doing absolutely nothing, you know. Absolutely nothing. Where was well, a I quiet house of assembly, a relatively calm, collected house of assembly, and I do not think that either lawmakers or their supporters yeah. would but want if I to was, foment yeah, trouble yeah. in that. But if I was Abok, if I was Abok, here's what I would do, yeah. uh, Speaker Abok. I I will ask the clerk of the house, where's the miss? You know, if he gives because the house cannot sit without without the miss. I'll just go to a hotel, put the mace there, and say, come, let's see, let's give the police that property since they want uh, 
uh, the property. Maybe when they redeploy uh, CP Badlomi Onyeka, uh, he can his men will be withdrawn from there, and we can go back, you know, uh, to our property and you know uh, do our <laughs> legitimate business there. Uh, well, if I was the one, I, I would just do that. You know, I would just say, Clark, I beg, bring Mace. Uh, Novi Mace then talks, he gives the uh, originality, you know, uh, for you to see. If you say, you know, here's the Mace, I would say, please, yes, uh, let's put it in this hotel or even in my house. They will do a small, uh, this thing, you know, bring the Mace, put it, and then, you know, we'll sit. We'll allow the police to be uh, doing Aiki Melambua or, you know. <laughs> It's, 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 it's very, very pathetic. Really very pathetic. pathetic. I mean, well, there are a lot of things that the lawmakers in Plato State need to attend to. But the police are saying, I mean, why The people are you? suffering. The people are suffering. Whether we like it or not, they've been deprived of uh, legislation. That's what's happening. But the, the good thing, again, is the Ponsac as a patriot that I know, as speaker, we didn't do this. But the Ponsac that I know as patriot is saying this. So I can understand and yeah. I can connect. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I was speaker, that's what I would do. You know, I'll just call the clerk, bring the maze, you know, let's. <laughs> well, but please, Commissioner of Police, our people are dying in their villages. Mm. Uh, if there's anything, if your men know how to gather intelligence, not just about the Plateau State House of Assembly, they should go into the villages to help gather this uh, intelligence, you know. Uh, let me say, Dang Allah. It's only in Nigeria who say, I take God, beg you. Mm. You know, you they carry God, beg you, man, be. To do your job. <laughs> <laughs> the phone lines are open, 0812187777. Or you call 0905566699. Before you call, please turn down the volume of your radio or you turn it off completely and then you tell us your name and where you're calling from. That is very, very uh, important for you to do. Let's take this first call. Hello. Hello. Hi, good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello? Hello? Yeah, if you can just switch position because you are not uh, clear, we can't make out your words. Yeah, good evening. Hello? No luck with the first call. Please call back when you get a chance. I hate it that... Anytime a woman uh, call and then, you know, we get to... This uh, ill luck. Yeah. Zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven, Or you call zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. Geba will give you socials. On Facebook at JFM Live and on Twitter at JFM Joss. So you could head over there, drop your comment and hit the like button. And as well, follow us. Don't forget to do that. Hello. 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 Good evening. Thank you for calling. Good evening, Mr. Ponsak. We're listening. Thanks for calling. Tell us your name, please. Yeah, my name is Suleiman from Magama. We're listening, sir. Yes, Mr. Ponsak. Please let me use this opportunity. Uh, our the issue of this blocking Abuja Josrosa. I was a victim. Last week, same happened to us, Mr. Ponsak. And same happened to us today. I can remember some years back this kind of thing that happened in this road. So I'm not thinking that the blocking of the road will be the solution, and it will never be the solution. 
Yes, what is happening here in that committee is totally condemnable. It's very, very sad to clean an innocent people day by day. Wallahi is totally condemnable. But the, but the blocking of the road, he will never, never be Wallahi the solution. Because we have to, because when we are there, nothing has done, we have to change our destination, Wallahi. This is what is happening to us some years. Totally, we are just getting about this road to 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 to, to Bauchi here. When we are coming, we need to go and just follow Southern Kaduna, and it's a long distance. So please, we are calling a pleading of the government. They should do something about the killing, as they should do something fasting about the blocking of the road. Like I said, Mr. Ponsa, it would it would never be the solution. At Wallahi, Dalai, please, we are pleading of them. They should do something about it. Please and please, because innocent people used to fall victim of this kind of thing that is going. You that you don't know what is happening. You just just find yourself in just critical situation. So please, they should do something about it. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Uh, security agencies do something about it. Uh, we're calling on, you know, the appealing, you know, security agencies to please do something about it. Zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. Or we call zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. Hello. 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 Good morning. Well, I don't know what part of the world you are calling from, but it's evening here in our beautiful mm, city, Joss. Sorry, it's, it's, it's evening. Okay. Evening T- tell um, us your name back. and make your comment, please. My name is Tulemon from Ferengara. Well, listening. Thanks for calling. Yes, I want to talk about this issue of House Assembly. Yeah. We are begging the Commissioner of Police to please and please barricade and leave that place. We are begging him for the sake of lots of people. I'm asking the traditional rulers and the elders of Plato and the youth, they should claim as one to fight and to stop that kind of act. It's no good. It's not democracy that we're fighting in Plato. Why is everything that is happening in Plato to be a different issue? It happened in every federal state. But the federal government intervened. It was the issue of Plato. They locked up. Nobody is talking about anything. We're watching them, and God is watching them too. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you too. Thank you. So uh, here's the appeal. We'll continue to uh, appeal to the commissioner of police, you know, uh, because, well, uh, I'm very glad the citizens are also were, are concerned, you know, about it. Hello. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Uh, I'm Mr. Tony from Emberu. Thank you for calling. We're listening. Uh, I want to contribute to this matter. Go ahead, sir. This uh, killing of people in Plateau State is uh, 2001. Why the solution government cannot solve it? Now, I'm hearing that people are complaining that they block road. They attack innocent people. But those people, they kill, they are not, they are, are they not human beings? Why government cannot protect those people? But now, when they come angrily attack, these people are sitting down, is the one that is worse. But then, that they have been killing nobody talk about it. This has been happening every day, every day. Please, let the Plateau, Plateau government, uh, federal government take care of all those issues. Please. Every day they are putting the perpetrator to book at the book, it doesn't fool. Eh? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Zero eight one two one eight seven 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 is the number you uh, call. Maybe Gilbert would read out some... Okay, after this. Uh, hello? Hello? Hello, good evening. Yeah, good evening. Tell us your name, please. Thank you, 
very much. My name is Umar. I'm calling from PJ and T Junction. You need to be audible because we're finding it difficult to hear you correctly. Right. Are you getting me? Yeah, but your voice is really low. Okay. So, um, actually, I just want to make my comments. Well, your voice is very low. Maybe uh, let me hang up on you and then you call back when you get a chance. Because really, even uh, I was in the studio, we uh, it's difficult for us to make out what you are saying. And we want to hear that uh, loud and clear. Hello. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Yeah, thank you so much. My name is Yusuf. Go ahead, Yusuf. I'm Thanks. calling from Gadekwa. Yeah, thank Please you. Yeah, in respect to the uh, topic being discussed, uh, all this road blockage, the issue of uh, killings and the rest, Seriously, Plateau government, I'm sorry to say, but uh, the current government, government actually has been a disappointment in the past. And uh, actually, that's the result we are getting. For instance, look at this uh, House of Assembly. How will police block route? For how long those trucks are there? No route. People suffer to look for a route where they can use. If you go to all those houses we are following now, it's very difficult for you to get to terminal. Sometimes you have to navigate and get, in fact, go through some roads where at the end of the day, you don't even know where to follow. Because all the roads are choked up already due to this, uh, due to the responsibility of the state government. For Christ's sake, if a judgment has been passed by the court, if they have anything, they should go to, go to court and continue their case. But the police should vacate that place for Christ's sake. It's unfair. And then about the killings going on in Jaws. For Christ's sake, when there's killing, nobody will come out and speak. But when those village people react, that's when you begin to hear people shouting up and down and making noise. For Christ's sake, those people that are attacking this world, are they, are they, are they spirits? Don't you have security agencies in the state? For Christ's sake, please, the state government should look into this. And then also, I have a serious concern about First Gate. I've raised, I've raised several issues about it. Last time I was at the JMDB office to speak about this thing. Actually, I was told to go and write up, write a letter. For Christ's sake, these trucks parking at First Gate, they cause serious road obstruction in that area. And then secondly, in the night, truck drivers come from different states. Imagine a truck driver coming from, for instance, from, from, from Medugri, who come and park there. End of the snatch people's phones in that same place. Nothing happened and nobody said anything. At the end of the day, you see JMDB staffs with jackets, reflective jackets, in early in the morning or in the night, collecting money from these truck drivers, which is very unfair. The state government don't care about anybody. All they care about is what they can get from the state. It's very, very bad. Sorry. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I understand your uh, pain there. But thank you, thank you, thank you for calling. Do have a good evening. Well, Gilbert. Yeah, on Facebook, Izan Gassi says, good evening, Sunset. Good question. To be frank, in Nigeria, the freedom of journalists is being denied, especially in this administration, which is very wrong. May God have mercy. Love you guys. God bless JFM. Baturi Simon Davis says, Good evening, Ponsak. And the great Gilbert, the resurgence of insecurity in Plateau State is something that needs to be condemned by every reasonable Plateau person. A callous governor is careless that his people are being killed on a daily basis. Felkuka Factors Go on says, Good evening, Mr. Ponsak and Gilbert. I felt for the press men in Nigeria in the last seven years, the government has denied them. Um, of the correct reports of happenings around, but only the parts that politicians want to be published to people, which are often not correct. 
Comrade Dawus Longat says, It's unfortunate in this part of the world called Nigeria. There is no press freedom. If you criticize the government, they come after you. We have seen on several occasions, journalists are being attacked and killed for criticizing government officials. The way forward is that we need to respect journalists and allow them to do their job. To you guys in JFM, congratulations and happy World Press Freedom Day. Let's continue to pray for peace in Plateau State. Thank you so much. Peter Agnes says, good evening, Mr. Ponsak and Gilbert. To be honest, the practice of journalism in Nigeria is deniable because a journalist doesn't have freedom to speak once he or she makes a sentence. She will be held um, all right, by agencies. Sunday Moses AVAV says, good, mo- good morning again. This is good evening. Thank you. The government on the plateau is a shame and disgrace for not addressing the issue of insecurity in the state. Albert Akaya Dagza says, Well, there is no such thing in Nigeria as press freedom. Nigeria is known for flagrant disobedience of rights, cutting across press and even of individuals. I hope one day we obey laws. Tongman Morshishak Habila says, Good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert. I think there is no press freedom in this country. A journalist or a radio station cannot say something that will help the public. After talking, the people up there will say hate speech. Something should be done, please. Suleiman Jibril says, Good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert. Please, I want to use this opportunity, Mr. Ponsak, to call on the federal government and the state government. Please, they should do something fast about the booking of the Joss Abuja Okay, blocking of the Joss Abuja route. Today, we have been blocked for an hour. Same happened to us last week, Wednesday, Lanthi Read. Cyprian Mafia says, Good evening, Sunset. To me, I think justice and fairness have not been meted to the journalists and the poor masses for freedom of speech by this present administration, both at the federal and state levels. Take, for example, on the plateau. How many times have JFM been threatened to be shut down by this administration? When people make comments, they will um, rob them of treasonous comments and other things. Live long, JFM. Live long, Plateau State. We shall get his right in Nigeria one day. Barnabas Ukehemba says, Good evening. Ponsak and Gilbert, my take is that as the tribunal begins to sit on Monday next week, they should put us on fairness as far as presidential election petition is concerned. Nurse Nyangu Gong John says, Inasmuch as there is so much freedom with the press, Okay, there is some freedom with the press, but there are sometimes the government acts outside the law, especially if they sense that something the press releases against them. They ignore the law and do otherwise. Even your station can testify against this government when it comes to freedom. Until the government accepts that we are in a democratic setting and there are things the government must prepare to face reality, we can get it better. All right? More phone calls on the show. Hello? What's up? Good evening. Yes, good evening. Thank you for calling. Thank you very much. Good evening. Uh, I'm Pastor Eric from Refuge here in Just. Well, listening. Thanks for calling, sir. Yes. You know, sometimes when you see this blocking of roads and the issue that is propping this, you ask yourself, when will this end? Or every time... I listen to what is happening in Kaduna, Plateau, 
Bedway, and some other part of the country. We keep bleeding in the heart, and it's more like things that have no end. And we pray, and then be solved. Hello? Yeah, we can. Yeah. We'll we, we find out that the, the government of the day, who knows those that are doing these things, doesn't want to stop it. Uh, it may be to resolve as citizens to take uh, uh, this issue for themselves, and which is not healthy. And that's what you're seeing the ripples outside there. It's pathetic. The issue of, um, <coughs> of journalists. The practice of journalism in Nigeria is a very serious problem. It, it has the, the, the gagging method of the government of the day, more especially in this administration, we have seen it clear that they don't want any information from the citizens or the media. So any, anybody that says things that is right or that is uh, around the, the changing what is happening, you become a problem and you'll be, you'll be tackled. So we, that's why every right-thinking Nigerian should begin to think on how this country to be shaped in the right direction, no matter who is sitting as the president or as the governor today, the citizens must own the process and know fully that they are the ones that voted people in the office to lead them. So that's very serious. We must not continue this dosality style of living. We must maintain the frequent call for the right things to be done in our society, in our nation. If not, the, uh, the political leadership of our nation and all that they have put around them does not want, even if you are crying to the tears of blood in our eyes, they don't want to change the status quo until citizens rise up to push for the change of the status quo. May God help us. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, interesting uh, comments there. 0812187777. Or you call 0905566669. Hello. Good evening. Uh, good evening, sir. Thank you for calling. God bless you. My name is Onoja Paul. Go ahead, Onoja. Thank you for calling. Thank you, sir. Brother, let's be frank ourselves. Why are we, why Nigeria are like this? Why Nigeria are like this? Brother, what happened to our Mopo? Please, and please, even I get authority to, to, to talk to government, let them move the soldier from the road and bring Mopo back to the road. When Mopo on the road, so we will never see it. Okay. Take another example. Election remains two, three months. Usually about killing. Now election has come and gone. They kill it, start again. What's the meaning of this? Please, men are moved it. Men are, let the soldier go back to Paris. When the time of war comes, let's invite the soldier into it. So that will be at the meter or a pole, a, a pole to the way they are doing the something. They are waiting, they are waiting on the way they give the instruction. What the sense of them being on the road? Please, now beg and beg. Men, even I can help us. Let the move for me. You that come up for road. Let the police and move to the to the to the road. I beg. It's better for us. 
this killing before I'm that not I'm my that I'm talking to you. I could have four written the last two days. I'm coming from Abaga. I could have four written. So let God save my life. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine or call zero nine zero two one okay zero eight one two one eight seven seven seven. Uh well uh let me read out some tweets that uh, we got. Okay, this is coming from Adejumo Emmanuel. Nigeria is broken in ways. It needs fixing. Personal digital responsibility demands that you stop breaking it further by your breaking news on social media. Citizen journalism is no license for quackery, injurious falsehood, defamation, and spreading hate. Leave journalism to the train hands. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Yeah, we can hear you now. Go ahead, sir. Thank you very much. My name is Eddie Kumar. I'm calling from TT and Please go ahead, sir. Make your comment. Actually, my comment is to optimize that is happening in various villages. This is a very, very unfortunate thing that people are losing their lives in every village. But when we look at what is the cause of the reason of all these attacks, that is the fundamental way of getting it right. And if not the traditional leaders that are there and other people that are supposed to uh, uh, be responsible to the issue. But if you say that those are the ones that will be uh, uh, protested against it, I think the government has and if there an attack happened like this, the issue of justice, if justice has been done and uh, the attackers have been protected, I think there will be no response of uh, 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 any revenge on this. So we are calling on the political government to have a swift response on all these kind of issues, the policies and the uh, other security that we have, so that they will have a peaceful environment because like, Hello. All right. Uh, we lost the connection there. I hope that he has finished, you know, making his point there. Hello. Hello, concerned. Yeah. Yeah, turn down the volume Good of evening. your Yeah, turn down the volume of your radio, please. Yeah, I've already turned it off. Good oh. evening, Ponchard. Thank you for calling. Join the conversation. Tell us your name. Yeah, my name is V. Anthony. I'm calling from Washi Road. Anthony, we're listening. Go ahead, sir. Uh, in respect of uh, the challenges we're encountering from the use of what people have already said, I've seen reasons why government to stand and defend the nation, defend citizens, and they will be the one partaking in unlawful acts in the country, in the state. I could remember uh, sometimes back, if you listen to what uh, the freedom fighter Aisha and something like that, she one time said, they know the people who are doing all these things. They know the people who are after all these things, blocking up the road, kidnapping. Can, can you just imagine, during the election, we did not hurt issues like kidnapping, banditry, headsmen, thugs, and other things. But immediately after the election is over, all these things started. Where is it coming from? 
the Nigerians sit down to think about what's happening with the country, what's happening with the political system. Why are things happening like that? Who have already picked up selfish interests in them? And then to see that they have already go extra miles to bring confusion within the poor masses. The constitution ends with the poor masses. And this thing is not making sense. Just pray that God will see us through and then Nigeria will be better. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your comments there. Well, uh, really, people are really pained about, you know, what's going on. Uh, this comment on Twitter, Saul Yusuf is saying, I support the bill by Senator I.D. Yang and hope it is passed into law. This is because what's happening in schools with Christian names is really appalling. The passage of this bill will curtail some of these uh, this happenings to an extent, you say. Hello. Hello. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling, sir. Thank you. My name is Emmanuel. I'm calling from Rukubaru. Emmanuel, go ahead. Thanks for calling, sir. Thank you. You know, I, I have a question, and this should be a serious consideration or a thought for our politicians. You know, before the Zoom office, these people live amongst us as normal human beings. They long lived here uh, right here before the Zoom office. But, you know, when they get there, not just Lalong, all of our politicians, they forget that they were once Nigerians like all of us. And they forget that at the end of their tenure, they will come back to the same society, to the same mess they leave us in. So they should know, and it should be a sound warning, that the mess they left, I mean they live in office, one day on leaving office, they will become ordinary citizens like me and you, and they will have to live with it. So they should have this, not to think that ah, this utopia mindset that after all, when I amass this whole wealth, the level I will live in the society, the suffering will be, will, be, will be different for me. I won't have to ply in the same road to the same pothole. I won't have to live in the same society without water. I, I mean, it, it's sad. Imagine a governor shutting down the house. Even with everything happening in the state, these policemen that are positioned there could be better most positioned to manage these cases of insecurity. But they are there guiding an empty house. It doesn't make sense. You know, sometimes I wonder where is, where is our heart in this country? Where well, shall be well? Thank you very much. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Thank you. Well, there's a much we'll take on the show tonight. Uh, Gilbert, uh, well... Uh, what do you think of Wiki and uh, the president-elect in the Bush? My, my worry is that there, today was a public holiday in River State because, I mean, I mean well, the press, the journalists don't get to enjoy um, a public holiday on their day. <laughs> I, what sense does it make, uh, you know, for, for a visit that within four hours, everything could have been rounded up. And then you're having a public holiday declared. Businesses just have to go to sleep. Power Students can't power. go to school. Market women, I don't know. I, I don't know. No, that's what they say. Power past power. <laughs> you know. Well, do have a very good evening. And stay tuned. The news will come your way. At top of the hour, uh, 6 o'clock. Thank you very much for your time. And to those who just listened passively, to those who uh, were active, we say thank you. Have a good evening. Bye now. From the city, the hood, the streets, we understand the sound of the plateau.
Boy Night FM. <laughs>